Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Beside Ourselves Podcast. <laughs> Podcast is over, everybody. It's done. <laughs> Don't mind my tongue. It's Valentine's Day tomorrow. <laughs> He is just prepping, he's prepping it. He is prepping yeah. it for the He's article. he's doing tongue exercises, everybody. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm Danny, uh, and I'm here with two of my boys. Hi, I'm I'm Shakuna. Hi, hi, everyone. My name's Benny, and uh, Dan, I love love that lip service you just gave us. That was a uh, that, that, that was great. That were two of your hey, boys. This, this... I have a serious question for both of you. Uh oh. We both be my Valentine. Aww. Aww. Yes, of yes. course. I'll what always you be your Valentine, Dan. Out? Wait, wait. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> put out or put in. Li- oh, now that Let's that is the, the interesting question. I, I mean, <laughs> you know? listen, you haven't gotten me drunk yet, so I mean, I'm not even lubricated enough to, to put out. I have to get you drunk. I thought you loved me. <laughs> <laughs> you're only you're only sexy when I'm wasted, Dan. I have like a wow. whole giant tube of olive oil I wanted to spread over both of you. And now, then now that's put, like, hot. Cherry tomatoes in your belly buttons and lick them out. <laughs> I was not expecting you to say belly buttons. I was expecting you to say I'm something completely different. Basically going to make you both my sexy charcuterie boards. Yeah, going to make Ooh, us like a cheeses. like a really sexy caprese salad. Is that what you're trying to make yes. us? Ooh. Oh, the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is cheese in a caprese salad? Wait, no, I don't know. Yeah. But I said charcuterie board. Oh, so. Therefore, yeah, okay. Wait, I think there is cheese in a caprese salad. Wait a second. It's like tomatoes, arugula, and or maybe it's not, maybe there is another cheese. Isn't it mozzarella, like fresh mozzarella? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So there is cheese in, inside of a caprese I'm salad. Put fresh mozzarella on both of the apples. Or or a barking dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's how hot we were getting. That dog was like Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That that dog already went into heat. Yeah. All right. So we're here to talk about an album. We're going to throw it back a little bit. Not 2002. No, not 2004. Uh-uh. We're going. Oh, wait, no, it's 2004. <laughs> Sorry. Not I was going to say, I'm like, um, pretty sure that's when they came out. That is when The Chronicles of Life and Death by Good Charlotte came out. Good Charlotte. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of give and take hate all over the internet for good Charlotte. People hate them. People love them. People are passionate about them forever. They're a very polarizing band. Yeah. There's there's songs I like off the first album. There's songs I like off Young and the Hopeless. But I chose Chronicles of Life and Death because I actually really enjoyed most of this album. And Interesting. And it was a big step up. Interesting. And uh, I that mean... Is very... <laughs> That is that is interesting. Um, there is also something to be noted about this album as well, is that there are actually two versions of it. There is Chronicles of Life and Death Life and Chronicles of Life and Death Death. Which I is the... never saw that coming. Yep. So, uh, and that's the version that we're going to be reviewing tonight is the, the death version. Now, the only difference between the two, dear listener, is that there is only, all the songs are exactly the same with the exception of the very last track, which is a bonus track. So on the life version, there was, I forget what song was on there. And then on the death version, you got the, whatever the one we're going to listen to. So on the life's version, there is a song called a wounded. Ah, yes, that's the one. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to the bonus track on this version, later. Right, which is "Meet My Maker," and we'll we'll talk. I, about... Spoiler alert! What? Jeez. We we spoiled the first one. It's fine. I literally just said we'll get to it oh. later, and was like, "No, I, I I'm going to say it right now." I I will spoil things when I feel like it. Damn it! Oh man! Oh man! I mean, this was released in what 2000. 
Is it, we this said five? October 5th, 2004. That yeah. Four, so in the year of our Lord. I've expired. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just giving you shit. It's fine. <laughs> and so everyone knows what who what what's going on. Joel <laughs> what? Madden. Yep. Lead vocals. Benji Madden, lead and rhythm guitar and backing and occasional lead vocals. Paul Tom Thomas is a bass player. He is. Billy Martin is the rhythm lead guitarist and the starter of the Karen haircut for millions of people. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, who was the drummer during this era? Because um, Dean Butterworth is their drummer now. Right. Chris Wilson was the drummer for this. Got it. Hmm. Wait, so they but, changed, they changed drummers? I always thought they had the same drummer. No, and it was interesting. I read that Chris Wilson actually was going through some mental problems and had to go to therapy or drop out of the band during when this album dropped. And mm. uh, Derek from Elk Clan Trio covered for him on all the live stuff. For... No way. Are you serious? Yeah. Yep. Damn. Interesting. Learn something new every day. I think it was just during like the beginning of when this was out and they played like Letterman and all those, you know. Conan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, well. So, yeah, let's jump into this. Yeah, let's I'm do it. I'm going to make references to their past albums, so you know where my head's at on those, but I'm ready. Okay, well, uh, without further ado, we get into track number one out of this 15-track album. Uh, it is called Once Upon a Time, The Battle of Life and Death, and we'll go to a quick little listener right about uh, now. They knew what they were doing. This is basically a timber and jump into the album. It's uh, two and a half minutes of a Japanese chant about life and death over <laughs> the most nightmare, uh, nightmare before Christmas string quartet they could get without being sued. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm like, that's uh, pretty accurate. Yeah. It, it feels it feels very much like that, or it's like the intro to like a very obscure anime you've never seen before in your entire life, which threw me off. Because I worked at Hot Topic during this time. Right. Everything about this album and this intro screamed Hot Topic. Oh my gosh, it was yes. Punk. But this did not do that well in Hot Topic at the time. Now that's interesting. I Because there are, uh, there's definitely some songs we'll get into once we get into the track listing. Like, oh, yeah, this should have been on like full blast in any Hot Topic in like middle America. Don't get me wrong, it did fine, but. With other albums that were out during this time period, I thought this one would be huge in the scene. Yeah, I, I think this this might have been uh, a situation where this is more of the the sophomore slump for the album for the band. I know that that this isn't their second album because it's technically their third, but oh, yeah. I I think that they were riding on such a huge high from Young and Hopeless that it was almost next to impossible to try and either outdo it or 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 just like meet the same level of like hype and excitement that they came along with that record that that's my opinion on it maybe that's the reason why i didn't do as well um i can tell you like i was working at a record shop at that point in time when this album came out or i pulled 
a big a big box retailer that sold music um and and uh, i can tell you that this album didn't get as much sales as uh young and hopeless did like that i couldn't i i couldn't keep those on the shelf like i had multiple copies of this like sitting on shelves like so much to the point where we had like give them back to the distributor uh so that way they could either like um uh, uh, bargain bin box them out or or just trash them like like destroy them yeah it's it was a very weird time working, uh, being a, a pop punk fan and uh, and working in corporate hell. Um, so, anyways, I digress. Did you ever us, like, what, like, what, I don't know if you want to say like where you work, but I, I forget if you told us where you actually worked. Uh, like, that was a big box. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it, it has two let uh, two words. One starts with a B. The other one starts with a B. Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body Works. Boom. You got Sold it. it. Wow. You, you got it. Yep. I wasn't where they had a music section. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> the, that's awesome. Only the best music section there. Uh, they also sold computers there as well oh, as... I, I just remember the... I, I remember the word you worked. Okay, I don't know. I don't know why I I, I miss like I, I escaped my brain. But that joking. makes sense. It's, it's Bed Bath and Beyond. The music was the Beyond. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yes. Yep. You never want to go in the Beyond section. That that's I'm where. I'm actually curious, like, like why, like they. I know, like they've kind of escaped like physical media, like for for the most part. Most companies but, have. Yeah, but I mean, like it's. I'm curious why they haven't dabbled into like vinyl. They like, did. They do. They online. do. Online. No, no, no. They no they, for a while in the store. I remember going and oh, when I well, first started hunting. It's super small. I mean, it, yeah. it like maybe you know five or six sections, if that. Have you seen a guitar section or a guitar center section of vinyl? I have not. Uh, I I, I didn't know that existed. That. Okay. Yeah, that... have, so what, what's funny is like in so in Canada, like at any of those big box stores, like like when Target was here for like like a. A breath of air. It was like literally here for, for like a year. It seemed like and it was gone. Mm-hmm. But all of our big box stores that sell vinyl in America don't sell it in Canada, mm-hmm. um, which is weird to me. But also, I mean, I'm kind of happy about that because it, 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 <laughs> it, at least in Canada, like, it leads people to go to like like local like record stores or even like if it is like a, like a bigger like a brand name record store yeah yeah um and they're, they're not forced to go to other stores but the thing is a lot of people find good stuff i i i like target and at walmart but i generally don't um but i mean people find stuff there so it isn't totally bad so i don't want to like gatekeep and be like don't shop there because if that's where you find vinyl and music then all the power to you, but you know, usually I'm, I... I'm the firm believer that uh, when you're shopping at like a place like a, we'll say a Walmart for that matter, or or Target for that matter, um, if you're new to vinyl collecting and you're just trying to get your hands on just like some, I call them just like staples in terms of anyone types of collection, like your your Eagles, your Doors, if you if you're looking to get like a Britney Spears record, Adele, or, Adele. A, yeah, Adele, Taylor Swift, <laughs> you, you know, you name kind of like the the Rogues Gallery of like just mainstream pop and rock, like or even hip hop for that matter, like yeah, by all means, it's it's made by the same pressing house that you would get from anywhere else anyhow. So like, why wouldn't you get it for cheap? That that makes only all the sense. Yeah. Uh, nope. Yeah. I, totally I never will ever shun anyone for for doing that for sure. Now so. now that being said, if you can find it at a local independent shop, obviously get it from the local independent shop because you're supporting a local business. You know, in your in your town that is you know paying taxes and and helping to keep money in the community. By all means, go for it. Uh, but yeah, but like the Target has that cool color. <laughs> you yeah. Can, so you can find cooler man, colors I... at your local record shop, right, Daniel? 
No, it was really cool. Like you can get <laughs> Noah Khan at Target. You can't get Noah Khan at a local record shop right now. Yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah. But Target's man, where I, I buy all my records. I would lose <laughs> if I worked at like a Target or like a Walmart and I was in charge of like the vinyl section, I would lose my fucking shit. Have you ever just looked at those sections? I think you just no, lose your paycheck. In charge of them. They're just no, a hot that's, that's what I'm saying, though. Well, someone is, but the probably will like, F this. Because <laughs> people, people who are like just like passerbys and not really, I guess, like, like they don't really, I guess, like know how to like, like, like stock it or care for it that well. Yeah. Just throw it anywhere. And I pass by every time and I, my, I, my heart breaks a little bit every time I pass by. Cause I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> so some some poor bastard is probably in charge of that. Oh, guarantee. Tried it. tried making it organized, and then after a week, it's like, <laughs> don't even bother. Uh, unless they just unless they just don't even care at all, and they're just like they're they're the the type of person that would listen to music like on a streaming service as opposed to like actually owning physical media and just like completely tr- just trashed it for the hell of it. Cause like, I ain't get paid shit to do this anyhow. So, and I think too, like the reason why it may, might be so chaotic is because they don't have like the, like the shelving like a record store does. No, no, of course it's they don't. It's all just like, it's on like a shelf. So like, there's no, like it, it goes back and it's, there's no way to organize it properly. Um, unless you're always there making sure it's, it's on a shelf that fits five records, but people cram 20 of them. Into yup. Yup. And that's right, we're getting way off topic. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, if you're still it's here been... and want a good show of content, we're sorry. We Benny likes to talk about everything else. Other than the that's right. All right. Let's move All on right. to track number two. Uh, this is the Chronicles of life and death. Let's give that a quick little listen. So this is a good old dismal song about how bleak and short life really is. Pretty storybook format to the way it's sung. True. But honestly, more depth than most of the stuff that's on Lifestyles of Rich and the Famous, or Lifestyles, that album. Uh, Billy's guitar solo is all right, but I feel like he could do something more rocking, which he does later in the album. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a simple pop punk bop and jump style to the rest, like to the rest of the instruments, like a marching band in a mall. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say uh, this is the where I start bringing out the hot topic comparisons. Uh, it, it it honestly feels like this is just Good Charlotte trying way too hard to be MCR's The Black Parade in in that aspect. It has that same kind of boppy, jumpy sort of stuff. Um, mm. Also, the heart rate monitor in the background. I mean, like, <laughs> couldn't that be any more like on the nose, like trying to be MCR in that particular instance? Uh, the chorus is definitely a bop. I I freaking adore this song. Um, this is. The first, I believe it or not, this is the first song I actually heard off of this album uh, because it came on like a sampler somewhere. I, I want to say it was like some sort of like pop punk sampler that came along with like a T-shirt or something that I bought at the time. Um, and uh, yeah, I just remember listening to this. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I'm like, it sounds like a lot like MCR, but uh, that's fine. I'm, I'm cool with this. So. so wait real quick for that comparison. The Black Parade came out in 2006. So if it did. anyone copied anyone. Oh, well, please. <laughs> But but still, it's I I think it's a it's a fun tune. So, I dig it. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this. Oh, okay, here we go. By saying that, and I might get like shunned by the pop punk reverie uh, gods. No, just us. I've 
before this, I've never listened to this album. Really? Never. Never. Really? Interesting. So they Aren't were a good Charlotte a, fan. So good. Okay. So good Charlotte is one of those. Ba- it's one of those bands that I've I've had a few different like aspersions of this happening to me. Okay. Where I listen to one album, I dig it, then I don't end up listening to anything after it. Um, so like a band, right? So in this case, like Young and the Hopeless, I that was my like first intro mm-hmm. to. Like, to the band, I loved it. As I feel, it was most um, people's but, uh, intro to the band but too. But then I never really kind of like, fell with the music after that. Got um, it. Which is kind of funny because Good Charlotte was one of like the very first like like they headlined like one of the very first like pop punk emo shows I ever went to, um, which was kind of funny how I, I didn't really follow their stuff. But I, knowing how young and helpless sounded again, and maybe I'm just like. I, don't, I haven't listened to the album in a while, but I didn't know what I was listening to when I heard the song. I wasn't really a fan of it at all. And when I heard about it, when I heard it, I'm like, okay, it's catchy, but I'm not really digging it. And I'm in it for a long, long, long ride um, through this like, album after those 15 tracks, just like this. And again, it is my opinion of the entire album, um, but I wasn't really a fan out of the gate. Um, Another song. I go. It's catchy. I I I get it. Um, but it wasn't really for me. Um, so again, it's it's not my opinion of the entire album. But we'll get to that later. Um, but again, it's I I feel like I'm gonna get shot because again, it's one of those albums that I you guys seem pretty excited about, <laughs> and I was like, oh cool, I can't wait to listen to it. Um, because I when when Dan first said it, I thought he was talking about Young, um, and Helpless, and then I I saw. Um, Chronicles of Life, and I'm like, oh, it's one that came after that one. So, it is. Um, so again, I, I'm excited to get into the rest of the tracks. Um, but I was worried and a little concerned or, or cautious going into track three. But we'll get into that as we go on. All right, cool. Well, then that being said, let's move on to track number three. This song is called "Walk Away." Parentheses, maybe. Let's give it a listen. I go first. Sure uh, I know I, I know I just went, uh, but <laughs> just to kind of go off what I, I what I just said, mm-hmm. I loved this song. <laughs> I thought it was like super super like really really catchy. It's a great like, it's like like a pop punk song, and I thought that the lyrics were really easy to follow. And honestly, I I loved it. And out like out of like after this song, I'm like, okay, if this is how it's gonna like like pull me in, um, I'm gonna really enjoy this ride. I felt kind of bad, um, kind of like shitty on the the second song or i guess like the, the first song technically um because i was like i really really enjoyed this one um so i think they definitely like uh pulled me back in and i was really excited to see the the, the rest of it but i guess i just want to pop because i i, I want to redeem myself a little bit after shitty on no the really. track two benny you've been <laughs> redeemed dan <laughs> Um, this is one of my favorite songs on the album. They have perfected the heavier pop punk guitar tone on this album. 
and this song is definitely a highlight of that and the lyrics are just so great beautiful piano accompaniment to go with the dramatic feel of wanting to walk away from everything i just think like this was good charlotte growing up after their last album and oh I yeah unfortunately didn't think their fans wanted to grow up with them everyone Ooh. wanted to stay in hot topic man Man, that was deep shit. Dan with a deep freaking cake. I love it. I love I'm it. I'm my nails to be like them right now. So. That's awesome. I like it. Put, start putting on the guy liner now, please. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I, I agree with the, everything you guys said. I, I know Dan will be happy that the bass guitar is front and center in this song. Hell uh, yeah. Which, uh, I, if, for those of you who don't know, Dan's a bass guitarist. Uh, anyways. Oh, what? What? Um, like saying Benny's Canadian. <laughs> Benny's what? Canadian? Wait, wait. Hold on a second. Benny's Canadian? Stop and we and we, and we allowed him on the podcast. That that feels. We found out afterwards. It's too late now. He has part of too it. late. He, he it's about contract. Wait, 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 hold on. Did he make the blood oath though? Yeah. Oh shit. Me? Okay. Fuck. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember if this was a single or not. Um, but I definitely feel like this it's is that it. See, now that's that's, that's surprising. That should have been because I feel like this is one of the stronger songs on the album. Um, I should have said what the singles were, like a good person who does this. Yeah, right? The singles were predictable. I just want to live Chronicles of Life and Death, and we believe. Wait a second. Chronicles of Life and Death was a single, and yet this wasn't? I know. Yeah, I call I call bullshit on that one. This is one of the best songs on the album, if not the best song. And also, it's one of the lowest streamed uh, songs on, uh, That's at, least, ridiculous. at least on Spotify. So... I wrote that it's my favorite track. Like when I, as I was listening to it. So again, my my frame my, my ref my frame of reference wasn't very large at sure. that time. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But after hearing the third time, like this could possibly be my favorite song because it already is at this point. So hell yeah. I guess we can we can see where it lands at the end, but it definitely was my favorite. I'm going in the track for. Hell yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to track number four and see if Benny likes that one because this is called SOS. Let's give it a quick little listen. song is all right it's pretty good uh it's kind of got like a weaker power to it but the same general concept of the last song which is bummer i feel like if this song was in a different placement on the album i would have liked it more but you're tackling the same subject only not as well and not only that like um, almost immediately after like you have that strong of a, a track before that has the same subject matter and also just rocks a hell of a lot harder than this one does yeah, it's not but terrible. It's not. The guitar solo's fun. I mean, it, it follows the vocal pattern at first, the guitar solo, but then it goes off and Billy does some pretty cool mm. shredding for a pop-punk band member. We are talking about a pop-punk band here. We're not saying this is the best fucking album in the world. No, of course not. <laughs> oh. No, that that's that's reserved for, for Jimmy World's Bleed American. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'll yeah. be here all night. Um, go ahead. Go ahead, Benny. No, I was saying like this definitely didn't take like my my favorite spot, and I think it was bad. Like I really, like, I thought it was really kind of kind of fun to listen to. I really enjoy like like the riff along the the, the two the two fifty mark. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm always down for a solid riff. 
Hell yeah. Um, Who and isn't? They do it really, really well. And I really enjoyed that part of the song. But I mean, I didn't really, maybe I just wasn't, I was going to say, maybe I wasn't listening. <laughs> and, and, uh, but I didn't really catch like the, I guess the, the, the flow of like the theme um, from Walk Away to, to SOS, but good job on that it's one. It's about struggling. And the, I think they're both fun songs. I just think this should have been not directly after the other one. It's, I mean, it's not it's like a little bit, exactly yeah. cookie cutter the same, but you know. No, for sure. Yeah, I, I just I found the song just kind of boring. It, it's, oh. it, yeah, it's. I mean, it's like I, said, I think it's because Good Charlotte has a very, very distinct type of style in in terms of how they how they present their music, and this yeah, just feels do. like so much of the same that it's just kind of like. Guys, mix it up just a little bit. Like you had, like, and there. I mean, we're gonna get into a few songs that, like, I feel like they completely change up, like, the tone of their sound and and try and do something that breaks a little bit more out of their comfort zone. But this just feels like too safe. Like, it just like it's like okay, I've heard this before. Like, I don't need to hear it again. You know, but I. But also to steal your joke, Benny, I also wrote in here. Uh, is anybody listening, Joel? I am, but I'm not liking what I'm listening to. Oh, <laughs> See, I mean, I put that. I guess oh, that's a better joke. Yeah, <laughs> because I again, the whole joke was I guess I wasn't listening because apparently I I missed some threads there. But no, it's a don't don't try and explain the joke, Benny. Then it won't be funny anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's move on to track number five. Uh, this is if I remember correctly, this is one of their singles too. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so this is uh, I just want to live. Let's give this one a quick little listen. All right, can I go first? Here? Yes, you can. Do for it. Okay. Oh, oh no. Well, I don't know. I go back and forth, and this is a problem I have with Good Charlotte in a whole. Sure. I don't know if I hate or love their pop songs. These are pop songs. Oh, yeah, without question. They're, these singles that they put out, the anthem, Lifestyles of the Rich of the Famous, Girls and Boys, Little Things, they are pop songs mm-hmm. with a hint of punk. Just a hint. Yeah. And this one is definitely in that range. There's times that this guilty pleasure, like I fucking love it, but I know it's dumb as hell. It's weird that it's weird when Joel goes full Prince octave and sings almost in an R and B voice. Oh yeah, it is kind of strange. It works, but it's also dumb. But it works. <laughs> so... I don't know. And sometimes I, I want him to do like a sexy, hot, steamy sex song in that voice and see if it still works. But. Oh, well... It might. It might. It might. It probably wouldn't work now, considering he's like what fifty. Uh, so I think my Jesus. final final I, he's pretty old. This song is I hate love it. Fair enough. That that's uh. It's it's funny you mention that because I wrote in my notes something kind of relatively similar. Um, I said I know a lot of people wrote this song off as being super cheesy when it was first released, but I still have a lot of fun with it. It's uh. I I view it as Good Charlotte's Shake It Off, and I'm here for it. So, I I kind of I don't think you guys could hear it in the background, um, but I kind of had the same 
kind of a similar thought to Dana at first, where I had to listen to the song a few different times because I was going back and forth in my head if I liked it or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because I at first at first like listen, I'm like this song is freaking terrible. I hate it. <laughs> I hate I hate these high pitched vocals. But it's fun. What, it is. What is he doing? But then after like the second or third listen, I started going. I just want to live. Yep. I, yep. I, I started just wanting to sing it, and it. It just it grabbed me, so I don't. I'm not saying it's amazing, but it definitely kind of like wrote me a little bit. But I'm so not convinced that I like it. We'll see. I mean, time will tell. I mean, honestly, I, there's yeah, no. Honestly, there's no reason to like. I mean, the, the lyrics are super dumb, and they're like kind of making fun of themselves. Like, oh, now you're rich and now you're famous. It's like, hi, get call back to your last song uh, or your last album. And then he's talking about like how he like rocks a white suit when he goes to court and like all this other stuff. It's just like, dude, like, okay, I get it. You got some money now. Like this is just it's super pretentious and just kind of like up its own ass. But then like that chorus kicks in and you're just like, okay, I just want to fucking just jump around now. This, this, this is cool. I don't know. Look out. You better play it safe. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> right. Like uh, it's dumb, but it's fun. It is. It's super dumb. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. I don't know. Anyways, track number six, Ghost of You. Let's give it a quick little lesson, shall we? to go i can go i mean i can go i mean do it benny surprisingly i mean i kind of found myself like really i guess wanting to get get to the song as i was listening to i'm gonna get in again i was looking forward to this song and i don't know why but i definitely just i was really vibing to it Mm -hmm. i mean i found myself just like, like really really looking forward to it and it wasn't my favorite song but it definitely is like near the top Okay. Um, I, I just found the lyrics to me um, to be, be impactful and like instrumentally, I, I I really enjoyed it as well. I think I think it paired together like really wonderfully, in my opinion. Right on. Can I can I go next, please? Yes. Uh, I'm going to go the exact opposite of Benny on this nice. one. I love it. <laughs> uh, and, and I wrote and I, but not like not in so much of a, just a negative tone, but like this is what I wrote. I said, you know, this is the one thing that I actually hate about Good Charlotte. It's not it's uh, that they're in bot. It's that they are the embodiment of hot topic lyrics, ghosts, blood, darkness. Well, that would have been my cup of tea back when this album first came out. I just can't help but cringe listening to it now. It's it's just like, it it's like it had its place in time, but it just hasn't aged well. Shame on you. Ah, I'm fine. I'll 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 take that. I'll take that with 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 whatever criticism you want to give, Dan. And to be fair, I only listened to this for the first time. Uh, you know, like now. So maybe, maybe I'm just living in my 2004 body. Um, you very well could be, and <laughs> and you know what? You live your best 2004 life, there, Benny. I, 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 I will. No please, worries. you do you, baby boo. Mwah. Kisses. But Daniel, it's, it's your turn, sir. I love this song. Damn <laughs> right. I think Joel's vocals are fucking fantastic in it. I do have one gripe. 
That being so the synth keys that go on where they basically I played a Korg back in a band, a Korg synthesizer. And there is a setting that's just your basic setting where you hold a note and it does the the synth scales. Yep, just oscillates. They they utilize that way too much in it because as someone who's played a Korg, I'm like, oh, you just hit one note and held it, one note and held it. But in the same context, I love the creepy synth noise that sounds like the end of the like verse. Mm -hmm. It sounds like an old church electric keyboard. Oh, yeah, I can see that. And that sounds cool. But overall, I, I like the song a lot. It's not my favorite on the album, but I, I look forward to hearing it. For sure. All right. Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. Okay, track number seven, everybody. Uh, we are almost at the halfway point. This is Predictable. Let's give that a quick little listen. That's predictable. Anyways, let's go. I'd like to go first. Yes, you should. Because I have a prediction. Uh, All right, this is one of my least favorite songs on the album. Really like interesting. Title, like the title says, it's the most predictable song besides a few guitar squeals that Benji does, I'm assuming, because Benji looks like the type that would do the... <laughs> yes, you, you're not <laughs> no, wrong. Be wrong. Not wrong. Spoken word part is somewhat cringy, and then the last yelly spoken word part, I feel like Benny's going to like, because it reminds me of so much Newfound Glory. <laughs> Damn it, Benny! I want to know what your thoughts. <laughs> so, so you you pretty much hit it uh, uh, on yeah. the head. So, I thought so, I'm gonna like, say a few different things, but they don't, they don't end with like my like like my last comment. So, I thought the intro was pretty awesome. Um, I don't know if it would just stick like, the keys or the or the synth, but it was, I thought it was over pretty great. Um, it seemed like they dabbled into a lot of different styles and sounds, which I thought was at times kind of chaotic. Yeah, but that's kind of why I enjoyed it. Um, at the run like the two minute mark, uh, I think is when uh, Benji Benji is, is like screaming, shouting the lyrics, and it kind of reminded me of like some like poet like, 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 like shouting um his his words out, which I can appreciate because I am one. Um, so again, it wasn't like my like favorite song. I think like, Walk Away uh, it definitely like has taken that, but it was near the top, probably number like two or three, and I. Maybe it isn't predictable, <laughs> but I definitely, I actually really enjoyed this song, and it could be because it was so chaotic, and they they definitely dabble into a, a, a lot of different things um in the song overall. So, yeah. So I uh I remember when this first song came out because this was another one of their singles, and I I liked it enough, I suppose, um, and I still kind of do. Uh, but there are definitely a lot of aspects of the song that just like kind of just make me go, uh, we could have done without that. Like, especially like the, the spoken word stuff, like towards the end or just like that, just like that random speech, like towards the end. I, just, I don't get it. it. It doesn't feel like that fits the flow of the song at all. So it's like, I feel like you could have chopped that out and made this a little more of a tighter song. Like, I know it's only three minutes long, but you could have chopped that down, mm-hmm. make that a, a, a very tight 230. And I feel sure. like it would have been a lot more impactful than it is. 
Um, mm. But that said, like the opening intro of like the, those kind of just like big swelling guitar riffs, it felt like it's something going to be a lot more epic than it was. And I feel like the chorus, unfortunately, is such a letdown that it doesn't live up to the grandiosity that is the buildup that starts to get you there. So, um, but yeah, it, like I said, all in all, it's it's not a bad song. It's definitely not my favorite. That's for sure. This definitely should have not been a single as far as I'm concerned. It was their first single, too, I just read. Was it really? I thought I Just Want to Live was their first single. No, that didn't become a single and have a video until January. Shut up. Are you this serious? Song dropped just before the album came out. Maybe that was the reason why this didn't get as much love from the, the, the community or the, the fans that uh, did. Because, like I said, this is not like a super strong single to start off with. Like, you could have definitely did Walk Away, and I feel like it would have gotten a lot, the same type of hype that, like, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous would have gotten them. They should have did Walk Away in general. They should <laughs> Yes, they should have. You're right. At any point. At, right now, as a matter of fact. Um, Drop anyway. it as a single, good Charlotte. Come back. Walk Away is your new single. That's right. <laughs> 2004. Hi, puppy. Oh, oh, it's a, it's a cute little pop audience. You, we you have know. a fourth member of the podcast as Benny holds up his dog to the microphone. Oh, cute little, cute little doggo. All right. Anyways, we move on to track number eight. This is Secrets. Let's give it a listen. Uh, we'll, we'll get the dog's opinion afterwards. Yeah. A dog All right. Yeah. Who's going first? I mean, oh. my comments are, I don't really have like a, like a lot to say about the song. Um, I didn't mind it. I thought it was kind of boring, to be honest with you. Um, And I mean, again, like I get like the direction of it. I mean, I, th- I, I get what they're, what they're trying to do. You know, like it's like just like, fighting through pain and trying to, get through it and i understand that but i just find it boring i i, I just i and after really enjoying the last song i was kind of let down by this song yeah i feel and, like this is so this is the midpoint of the record and i feel like this is where things start to take a little bit of a nosedive in terms of quality there there are definitely some songs that have um that are good um i just don't think this is one of them i, I think the only thing that saves this is like those like little mini guitar solos that kind of exist towards the end of the uh, end of the song but like yeah this is uh, this this is this isn't it as far as I'm concerned. So it's funny you mentioned the guitar solos. I think that this song style and flow and especially the pre-chorus and chorus are basically exactly like what they did on their first self-titled album. Yeah, yeah, I, I could I could vibe um, with that. Besides having the darker tone and lyrics, uh, this is definitely early early era of Good Charlotte style. Yeah, I feel mad on this one too, but I think mm. that Billy's guitar has increased since that first album oh a thousand percent thousand percent so yeah the fact you brought up the guitars yeah it's definitely besides the cool guitar stuff it sounds like it could have been basically a b-side to the good charlotte self-titled album i yes. was just gonna say it's probably a b-side <laughs> well three what five years later they kept it in the bank it's not that bad i mean <laughs> i'm sure that's happened before like just, just keep it in the vault I mean, yeah, there, there's definitely stuff that gets. I, mean, I, think uh, a, I think it's a mass song. It's not a bad song. No, it, yeah, it's, it's average. I think it's the perfect way to describe it. It's it's not bad, but it's just meh. I mean, I feel that way about most of the stuff I'm going to say negatively on this album. There's nothing on this album that, and we've had albums 
where I would skip a song. Mm -hmm. There's nothing on this album I would skip. There are songs I'm like, uh Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's on. I'll listen to it, but uh, yeah. I'm not I'm not There's vibing with I it. Hate on this album. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, we move on to track number nine. Uh, this is called "The Truth." Let's give it a quick little listen. I want the truth from you. Give me the truth, even if it hurts me. I want the truth from you. Okay, can I go first, please? Give yeah. me the truth. <laughs> This is every high school boy's anthem right here. Like after they just got their heart broken by every hot chick that like tried to give them a chance. This is, it is so on the nose high school that it, it hurts mainly because this is probably sung by at the time. Truth, I'm man. assuming a thir 25, 30 year old man that is, has left high school at least 10 years or 20 years past their prime. Uh, yeah, it just, <laughs> it's, it's fine. I like it. It's just, it's, it's like, wow, this is, this is a time capsule of like every like high school boy's life right here encapsulated into a song. So, I mean, agreed. <laughs> Good. However, I'm glad someone does. Um, if you want to sell me on a song, like put some like fancy, beautiful keys, uh, behind like, like, like very nice vocals. And I thought that. Like Benji did like really well. I I really like enjoyed his his like, singing ability in the song. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought it, it it paired like really really nicely. I I really like I really enjoyed it. Sure. Um, again, it's so songs. I think like, I think we've said it like multiple times how a lot of like, like pop punk bands have at least like one like ballad or, or like slow like, like song in like acoustic song um in like in their album. Um, but I I actually really enjoyed this even though. Like, if I could place a song, it probably would be like in a high school gym. Um, <laughs> oh my in, gosh! In, in two thousand and four, as you kind of already already pointed out. Um, but I think that's why I, I, I also like really enjoy it too. Or like um, an or like a teen sex comedy soundtrack, you know, like the the, the 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 guy that got his heart broken is like sitting on the on the bleachers inside of like an empty like high school gymnasium. Like, like as as is like his girlfriend like walks away from him and just the, the camera just like pans right over to him as he's like sobbing. Like was this on on a soundtrack to One Tree Hill? Like it, was it, it really? It no. Oh, I was, gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say, was it really? I'm like, no, because you just talk about, about like just, like just, it was like like, like take teen dramas. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Could those shows were known to put like a, it's like pop punk uh like I guess like tracks on them. So I wouldn't be surprised if Coachella was on one of those uh episodes. What was that one TV show that was like really big in like the early two thousands? Uh not not Dawson's Creek, uh, but it like it had it had like a really mass like had massive soundtracks every single year. It like had Phantom Planets, uh California. God, I'm trying to remember that show now. Oh, it's gonna... The OC. The OC, thank you. Yeah, okay. That yeah. like I could imagine like this song like being on like uh, a soundtrack for the OC. Hmm. I don't know. Anyways, but uh, uh, I'd like to give my opinion. Yes, now. please, Daniel. Do it, please. What the fuck is wrong with you two? Okay. <laughs> There's nothing in these lyrics that scream high school. It's about being hurt. You could use this in any scenario of your life where someone has broken your heart or hurt you. 
it is put behind a lo-fi drum set that is way ahead of its time since that didn't get popular until the late 2000s. Uh-huh. The piano is accompanying is beautiful, and Benji's singing is the best singing that he's done in Good Charlotte his whole career. Has the ca- has the check cashed yet? I literally said that it, he was showcasing his, his ability to, to sing. I said that. <laughs> I wasn't that shitting on said, it. I don't think it's the best good charlotte song ever i oh. just really enjoy this song and i feel it touching oh i'm sorry <laughs> I, i'm sorry that uh, that joel man's check hasn't cashed yet um i i appreciate you defending him <laughs> we move on to track number 10 this is uh the world is black let's give it a quick little lesson there's no one to Okay, I'm gonna go first. Yes, please. Do it. Do it. Do it. I am completely and 100 ready. Unlike the last song, ready for you guys to fucking hate this song. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the little keys, the do do do. Yeah, the little Casio keyboard. Is, how how dancey it is. I know I griped about the other pop song being like, I don't know, I hate love it, but I don't know what this is. I think it's because it feels like a Joy Division song sung by. By Good Charlotte, but I fucking love this song, and it's one of my favorite songs on the album. You know, okay. I, I I could pick up that Joy Division reference. Yeah, that that does that kind of does sound like a Joy Division song in some regards. Wait, I want to finish that statement. I didn't read it. Feels like a Joy Division song, only sang by Good Charlotte and made for a kids' pop album. Thank you. <laughs> but, I mean, still true. Um, yeah, I, I'm not gonna shit on this song necessarily. Um, the <laughs> the only thing I'm gonna say about it is uh, going back to my original reference, this is Hot Topic, the song right here. The world is black. Oh, yeah. My, my girlfriend doesn't love me. I'm just going to slip my <laughs> wrist and wear some black tonight. It's just like, uh, Like this, okay. you could have said high school. 100%. Yes, thousand percent. And I've been like, yeah, okay, yeah, this is definitely me in high school. But yeah, I mean that that said, it does have a, a fun little catchy chorus, and yeah, the, the Casio keyboard yeah, kind of in the background. Fun as fuck. It, it's fun. I'll, I'll give you I, that. Just the lyrics I are cringe. I knew. So, I I actually thought Shakuno would hate it more. No, I so, don't. I don't. I don't hate it. I just I don't like it. Because there's there's a line between like like hatred and and like not liking it. Like like, I don't like. Will I play this track again if it comes across my radio? No. Um, But there was parts of it that I enjoyed. Like there's I forget what point. There could be a couple instances where he kind of goes a cappella, and I thought that was really really nice. Um, And I. I am a sucker for like times and songs where the singer goes a cappella and it and there's like like minimum instrumental like to back him or not at all and I think that happened a couple times which I enjoyed so that was what a couple I guess like 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 light in the song that I found but overall not a fan. Oh, okay. No, it's yeah, okay. Unfortunately, that's okay. All right, we move on to track number eleven. This is a mountain. Let's give that a quick little listen. Everything I feel like my- 
You sure can. All right, so this uplifting ripoff of an Our Lady Peace song is already oh, is all right, but it why, feels out of Why place do you need to nature. invoke the the almighty Canadian rock group Our Lady Peace, sir? How I said you? bad ripoff of Our Lady <laughs> Peace. I didn't say they're bad. Uh, like my teeth hurt from how sweet and positive this one is on an album that's supposed to be dark and negative. I hate this song. Yeah. Right, wait, wait. I don't like this song. Remember, I don't hate anything on this album. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um. I I don't like this song either. Uh. It's it's too safe for Good Charlotte in terms of just like the 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 chorus and song structure. Like everything about it just feels like very paint by numbers, very cookie cutter. It's just like, okay, this is this is fine, but there there's nothing that's like making me excited about it. So it's it. If I if my finger was any closer to the skip button, I could like feel the paint on on, on said button. Did you not feel like it was Our Lady Peace during the verses? Uh, kind of, but I I, I mean, play it again, play it again, just oh, for a second. Oh, okay. Do we have to? <laughs> Do we have to? Hold on, real quick. I don't hear it. Yeah, I, I don't hear it either, and, and I'm a, right, I'm a well, pretty big fan. Pop rock, Third Eye Blind. I don't know. Yes, okay, I, 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 I could take the Third Eye Blind reference for sure. Yeah, uh, Our Lady Peace. No, Our Lady Peace. There's no need to bring them. I in. mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do not, you don't dare you invoke their name. Um, yeah, yeah. On the spot, <laughs> you you take the, the the ignorant taste out of your mouth there, or so, wait, or I'll slap the ignorant taste out of your mouth. I don't think I ever spoke about Our Lady Peace. I only have one of their albums, um, <gasps> and. It, it's probably Benny. You're Canadian. Those albums should have been well, issued to you. They like they came on the mail with samples of Tide. Well, I'm pretty <laughs> the, what I have. You, you probably hate. You probably like the least. Uh, Which is Gravity. Oh no, I like Gravity. I like Gravity. Yeah, I, I feel like that's one of their thought, last good records. But yeah, like I do like Gravity a lot. Mm-hmm. I like Our Lady Peace. I'm surprised you don't have Navid. Happiness is not a fish you can catch. I want happiness. Spiritual like, machines. I love that album. I, no, I have a, I just, I have a uh, spare copy if you want to buy it off me, one. Dan. I only have Gravity, and only because the only reason why I have it is because I was looking through the used bin at my at my local record store, and I, and I came across it, and I'm like, oh. Did you even give them your money? Wow. Some fan I you are. I Gravity, and I bought it. But you didn't buy it directly from it. them. You bought it from a secondhand store. The, the, they already got the money. You didn't give them any extra money. You gave the person that sold it to you money. Sorry. <laughs> some some, kind of Canadian some Cana- yeah. What kind of Canadian are you? Well, wow. I think we'll be, Actually, a, a little, I think we'll be a little clumsy with our words here. Oh, <laughs> well, you know. And, and mean, to be honest, I only own Gravity too, but that's because the only one I could find in a record store. Mm, but I bought it new. Uh, you can oh. find Spiritual Machines new these days. I think. I'll have to check because the last time I couldn't find anything. Oh man, yeah, I. uh there, there's a few records that are a little... Though. Happiness is tough to find, for sure. Mm-hmm. But that is... Oh, I fucking love that record so much. Anyways, we'll, we should review so, that one these days. I mean, I don't... Just go back to uh, fucking Mountain, right? Uh, yes. I, mean, I, don't, I don't have much more to say than what has already been said. I mean, I didn't think it was a bad song. But I, I think it was, it, it was very good either. I mean, it just seems very... Like, again, this is the, my first like time listening to Good Charlotte after young um and hope hopeless so i just was like eh, it's it was all right and i, I was 
and the whole like it gets like dot it gets like nose dive that you talked about i kind of felt it mm-hmm. in this song um even though i like did enjoy like like the like the truth um i mean it just it, it just seems like it's it's going downhill from at this point i thought it was going like really downhill for the next song all right well we move on to track number 12 then in that case <laughs> it is we believe let's give it a quick little listen can't sleep at night Downtown Another day for all the suits and ties Another war to fight There's no regard for life How do they sleep at night? How can we make things right? Just wanna make this right We Okay, can I go first, please? Well, it's clearly Dan's favorite song. See, he's jamming out right now. I know he is, but I have to ask a question. Was this, like, featured in, like, a video game soundtrack or, like, a, a TV show or something like that? Because I don't understand why this is, like, one of the most streamed songs on, at least according to Spotify, uh, on the album. Because this song oh, is wow, just really? boring. I can tell you in a minute when it's my turn. Okay, because it, it just it's boring and average and just... Uh, See, and I'll say my quick two cents because I know Dan wants to, to wants to show his uh, opinions from the rooftops, which I'll give him from the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Well, nice. only only when the um, world is black. So I mean, again, it's I love I love a good slow song, so I I didn't mind it. I I, th- I thought that was nice. Again, it wasn't my favorite slow song, but I actually enjoyed it. It, it wasn't like. Vomit worthy, um, as Dan seemed to uh project um, earlier, like on, on screen. But um, I want to hear Dan says because I'm, I'm very curious. Because I mean, I, I don't mind, I, I thought it was good, but I'm curious what Dan is has against this because I, I really want to know what, like, why it got streamed so, so much to you. Because I think Dan has the answers, yeah. It's 16,000 views. Uh, now don't get me wrong, that's not like a lot in the grand scheme, but I mean, in terms of the rest of the record, in terms of Spotify numbers, it's like I'm getting just you know, off the top of my head, I'm gonna say it's like maybe the number four or fifth uh, most streamed song off the album. That's still pretty good, it is. So, but why is that, Dan? So the song is fine until the chorus drops, and suddenly we start listening to a newsboy song in an overcrowded mega church, <laughs> leaving room between you and you and I and Jesus. Yeah, you can't stand. I can't stand this one to a point because I had a religious friend who was really into this song, and I have actually heard it in a church. So I do think, oh god, this what is why it's got so many streams. Yeah, it was like a youth hangout. Oh, but they were to this like full blast, and everyone was singing. So that is why I think this song has. Oh. So it was either Jars of Clay or the or this song. Because there's nothing wrong with this. It's a cookie cutter song about believing. And when they're singing, like I was doing, like it is a praise song. It's like, oh man, I do believe. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I believe. Thank, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> he saved me. Speak on, demon spirit. <laughs> now I'm. Yeah, it's, so it's it leaves a bad taste in my mouth, and I I can understand that. Agreed. Like I said, though, I didn't mind it till like they get into the crazy stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, then we move on to track number thirteen. Lucky number thirteen. That is three songs. To... Favorite number. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, let's listen to it. Was enough? Let's give it a quick listen. It's 
I mean, I'll go quickly. Okay, I mean, go for it. You think, um, at, as we believe, they'd be like, you know what? We're done. But they clearly said it wasn't enough, and I wish they would have <laughs> just ended <laughs> just ended it. You didn't like this one? Wow. I don't know why. I don't know why. Again, I had a long week. I, I <laughs> don't, it, it no, don't, no, 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 don't, don't try and blame it on the bad week you've had, Benny. You, you don't get to do that. Okay, okay. I like Take it. your criticism I like a man. I don't know why. I, I hated the first time I listened to it. I was like, okay, I have to listen to it again and again. And by the third time, the hatred didn't. Didn't go away. It did, not, did not go away. I, I had no idea why. But I just, I was not really a fan. See, I, I. I, I I thought like like it's that like, like ending it or like near the, the end like I didn't think it was a good move but again I, I'm curious cause you guys obviously liked it yeah um, I fucking love this song this is this is wow. the okay. this is the See. moment where I mean don't get me wrong it's not my favorite song on the album but this is definitely where like I feel the back half of this album redeems itself because this okay. is keep, now keep in mind the song is. Uh, I, I'm trying to think what I wrote down here for my notes. Um, it's it's where the album picks back up and has some really inter- interesting musical changes. Um, the only my only criticism of it is that it feels very safe for Good Charlotte. And I know I've said that a, a bunch of times in my reviews of, of this album. Um, but that said, it's fun. It's it's like it it's they're they're skating they're jumping a little bit out of their comfort zone, trying new styles and trying to mishmash them all into one song. And for some odd reason, it works. Um, and works well. So, yeah, I, I like it. Sure. Hmm. I actually really enjoy this song, too. Um, I feel like it definitely could have been a B-side of Lifestyles on the Rich and the... Or the last uh, album. Oh, of Young and Hopeless. Young and the Hopeless. Yeah, yeah. Um, just the way they sing a lot of it. It's not all of it, because like you said, they do try some stuff. There's like a part where it almost sounds new agey. Yeah. When he's singing, and I was like, I don't hate it, but it seems weird. Um, it The song confuses me, but I like it. And I wrote... I bet this is going to be Benny's favorite because it sounds like they're wow good because it, 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 it good sounds thing. like a B side of Young and the Hopeless, but almost like a better song than most of Young and the Hopeless. Wow, it's a good thing that you're not a gambler there, Dan, because yeah, you would have definitely there. lost would have lost the farm so, on that one again. I you know maybe I'll listen to it like a, fit, a fourth time, and maybe that will turn it around. Who knows? But I'm Benny, not going to go back on what I said. Um, but no, no, we don't want you to. No, no, no. I, I'm convinced. No, I know. If... It just, it just kind of funny how like you were spot on in, in a in a previous like a like, like review where you thought I was gonna like it, but again, yeah, like not if not my thing. The next time you listen to Young and the Hopeless, when the album's over, throw this song on and say like, all right, this feels like it should be here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Close, yeah, for sure. All right, guys, we're down to the last two. This is track number fourteen off of the album, uh, which technically is the last song on the album considering that the, the next song that we're going to listen to is the the bonus track that the exists hidden at, track oh yeah the, i'm sorry the hidden track that exists on side of the death version of chronicles of life and death but this is uh track number 14 it's called in this world parentheses murder murder i can't murder so foul <laughs> let's give it a listen All 
All right, Benny, you went first last time. So, uh, Dan, I'm going to let you go first. Not that like, I have control over this sort of thing, but anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, you just took control of the podcast. I like, did, yeah. Just, well, I like just... when Daddy's in charge. <laughs> you should. You should. So I know this is probably going to be a thumbs down maybe from you guys, but mm -hmm. I actually love this song. I think it's a fun way to end the song or album. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's like the best song on the album. But sure. I think because of the way they incorporate the beginning music, like from the intro song and how they incorporate a lot of the themes throughout the album, mm -hmm. I think it's just a good concept ending song. And I mean, I kind of wish the next song was before it because Ending it the way they do, like the slow fade out of this song is actually really beautiful and goes really well with like the storybook idea of like, this is life and death. Yeah, I'll uh, no, I'll agree with you on that one, Dan. I don't think I hate this song because once again, to very much to, to your points that you've been making throughout this entire review is like, I don't hate anything on this record. There are songs that I definitely prefer more than others. Um, but yeah, if, if we're trying to analyze this album as a concept album, very similar to like a like a maze everglow or you know or, or something else very similar to that um i can't think of other examples for the life of me but anyways um this is this seems like a fitting end to like to bookend the whole thing right so yeah um like i said not my favorite but also i understand the reason why it's there and it makes sense for where it is i was gonna make a joke about how they like just like they murdered the, this album <laughs> and they went <laughs> but by putting this like like last you just put it like, just put it in the ground it's done i don't like it um but benny the pun master here everybody he'll be here all night but... try the fish <laughs> but... but i mean again i not like i kind of i, I like dan's comments about how it like, how it ended but i actually liked how like i actually preferred the song that came after this more mm -hmm. surprisingly um and i'm actually ha you'll see that i'm actually i was actually happier the way it ended with the like with like the death version rather than like ending it on like on this track sure because um, it was not my favorite and i was hoping for more um to like to the guess like, to end the album but i guess um, in this case it wasn't technically the end because we have one more track coming up we do and that track is called meet my maker which is the hidden slash bonus track on this version of the album Let's give it a quick little listen of sorts. Benny, you had a lot to say. You want to go first, or do you want to go screaming? Yeah, you should do it. Go ahead. I mean, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> me? Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, little old you. I mean, so I, as I kind of said in, in the previous track, I really was happy with how like, the song en like, ended, and it was kind of kind of funny to me how they put like a a bonus track within a bonus track. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So, which I I kind of enjoy, like, like how bands do that. Um, just to pivot, pivot for I wrote like a, like a quick, a quick second. I believe it was, I think it was was in Newfound Glory where they, uh, they turned the volume down really really low, and then 
when we get to one one part of the of the, of the last of the last track, they just scream in in your ears. Um, I forget which track it is, but it just reminded me of that. But this is actually very very, very nice, and I really enjoyed. Like I think it was around like five thirty, um, in the track where the acoustic beautifulness comes in, and I really enjoyed that as well. So I really enjoyed the song, and I was happy to enjoy on a positive note rather than a negative one which would have been in in this world but i'm happy to i, I want to hear what you guys think because i'm i'm very very curious yeah i would say um i know we kind of already discussed this prior to uh getting to listening to this track but i feel like this should have been on the album proper um and probably should have been the last song on the album because i feel like this has a lot more to say in terms of the the, the thematic uh styling of this record um, and has uh, I don't know just it it feels it feels right where it is. Um, I just wish that it wouldn't have been like you had to go buy a separate copy of this record to hear it. That's all. So, oh, go ahead, Dan. No, I, I are you done? I have lots to say no, about that. No, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm done. Okay, I love this song. As you could tell, the bass was fucking kicking in this bad boy. Right. Oh, so good. Um, I think it's a great song. The reason I chose Death is because that bonus song that's after this mm-hmm. is Wounded, the other song that's on the other album. Right. And if you listen to Wounded on the other one, it doesn't have this as a bonus track. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, And I actually think Wounded is a beautiful acoustic song as well. I do like Meet My Maker more. Hmm. And I'd like in this version, and also I had to choose this album because I'm a spooky bitch, and it's the death version. <laughs> no, you, you are you are a spooky bitch. And I'm we a love goth, you. and I like horror movies. I have to choose the death. <laughs> Peter Gabriel is my favorite artist of all time. And speaking of when I bought Peter Gabriel's new album, he had two versions: the dark and light side. And of course, which one did I buy? <laughs> of course, I bought the dark one because it speaks to my soul. Oh my God! So, however, his I... dark side had completely different mixes of every song. <laughs> Okay, unlike so just, this where they just had different cover art. Yeah, no, I gotcha. So, Shikuna, you have us on vinyl, don't you? No, like, I we, do, but I, I, have, is, I have the life. Ver- I have the life version, okay. yes, not the death version, because the death version doesn't exist on vinyl, as far as I'm aware. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, it's it's only the life version because it recently just got pressed uh, by uh, Urban Outfitters, and I feel, I feel like the they didn't offer the death version because I probably would have gotten that version. Does it have "Meet My Maker" on as a bonus track? Still? Uh, good question. Like they could have just did that, and then we didn't need to worry about buying "Life or Death." <laughs> good question. Uh, actually, let me go grab it real quick, yeah, and, I'll, and I'll find out. Yeah, you guys, you guys Blurring talk. Minds. Me... Yeah, you guys talk. We sort of say that we're alone. <laughs> no, it's okay. So I, I want to. I have a comment that's like totally separate, uh, from like this Charlie talk. Yeah. <gasps> Well, because I heard the news, and it might be only exciting for me, but I'll I'll get into it after Jakuna. Um, says well, no, things. now you piqued my interest. Well, first let's find out. Well, no, good. oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I do have the record in hand, which, by the way, beautiful gold nugget. Uh, Ooh, that is nice. It is pretty. Uh, so it looks like oh, actually, believe it or not, gents, um, there is uh no bonus track on here. It ends with in this world murder. So unless, hold on, let me see if I can count the the, the runouts here. <laughs> hold on, let's flip it over. What if they were actually sneaky about it and put it on secretly? They could. That that's what I'm trying to find out. Hold on, let's see here. Let's see how big the last. Tra- now that's probably about you know, probably about five minutes. 
Oh, yeah, that wow, yeah. That's crazy. Hold on one second. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. Okay, yep. So no, there is no there's no bone track. No bono. Yep. Womp womp. It's still a pretty looking record though. They should have included like a seven inch that was one side. Oh my gosh. Death and have both of that. That would have been cool. If you're listening. Nice work, Urban Outfitters. You, you fucked it up yet again. I'm just kidding. You guys make good records. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah. So, I guess we get into the, our, I guess, like our, our ratings. So I have something like totally like away from Good Show that I want to like this touch on. Sure. But if you want to do like the ratings first and then we can sure. get into that. Or yeah, should I just say my, my quick little shit and then we can get into the ratings. Okay, love it. Go ahead. Uh, you can say your quick little shit and then we'll get into the ratings. I'm cool with it. <laughs> so uh, I, I saw on online that the, the one of you have a new song coming out on the 23rd mm-hmm. of February. And it's going to be featured on a WWE pay-per-view. Oh. Like, so the WWE has like a a developmental system called NXT. It's kind of like they're like where like they like train, like, like train like like future like future stars. So it's like the rookie but league, it, huh? It is actually like a proper TV show on every Tuesday, um, and apparently like this the one who's going to be featured on like national TV basically, um, and the song is going to be played like on on TV to the kind of like pump up for the like, actual pay per view, mm-hmm. and on the pay per view. They're gonna be like the like the soundtrack to the actual show, which huh. I thought was fucking rad because I love wrestling, like pro wrestling, and I love the Wonder Years, and I know that like at least like I know like it's like most of, of like the band likes wrestling as well because they obviously like they, they wouldn't have done this if they didn't. Sure, but I thought there was a pretty cool like worlds collide moment when I'm like that's fucking cool that two things that I love. Are going to be featured together because now Aww. I definitely want to. Wa- I don't normally watch like that program. Now I want to because I'm like I want to hear the Wonder Years on on TV. Like it just, it just sounds pretty cool. So I just want to geek out for a second there. And if the Wonder Years are listening, if they are. Um, they are. I they listen I'm to this so podcast every single week. And if any fans like are of them are listening to this, like definitely go and check it out on 23rd. Like watch NXT and like let's fucking like make some noise for the Wonder Years like on a wrestling program, which is fucking wild to me. Hashtag. Okay, hashtag. Josh, used to be hashtag not pod- sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Josh, that used to be the other half of this podcast, would always try to bring wrestling into this podcast. You <laughs> see what happened to Josh? He's gone. Oh. This is not a wrestling podcast. Get that shit out of the ring. <laughs> You know what's funny is like if I, you like, smell, I do, I, I do see him, I, I do see it once in a while like, on wrestling shows, and like it's so I, th- I think that like, like him and I like do like have like similar interest in that, in that regard. But I wasn't aware that he got booted because of his wrestling at fandom. He, he he left because he started or joined a band and got famous and cool. So. Which by the way, go check out his band. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Former critic. They're cool. Yeah. Former Their critic. Go, go, out it's sick. go stream it. It's it's fun. Thank you. Uh, yeah, see, we can talk about music, Benny, not just wrestling. <laughs> I, I brought wrestling once. Once. <laughs> it's not no, the first time you wrestling mentioned wrestling. Is, <laughs> wrestling is up, and I'm really, really excited about it. It's going to be sweet. The Rock is back. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go, baby. Let's take me to the SmackDown Hotel, Dwayne. That is, all right, oh, I, hell yeah. That is Stone Cold. I hate to Wait, the SmackDown Hotel? Up. No, that's that's The Rock. Oh, how yeah is is Stone oh, Cold. Oh, no, yeah, that is Stone Cold. Yes. Anyways, 
Sorry, uh, Dan. Go ahead. <laughs> review. It's fake, Benny. It is. <laughs> but the thing is, movies are fake, and you still enjoy those. Like TV shows are fake, and we still enjoy those. What's the difference? I'm kidding. I, I know. I don't just you know, all I all of television is real. Fine. How dare you? Um, okay, reviews. Let's go. Uh, starting off with uh, Benny. Benny. Yeah, Benny for sure. So, again, first time, like, listen to this album, like, since for, first with like, even like listening to her, like, since like fucking like young and I want to keep on saying fucking. Um, since, since fucking, it was funny. Just a pivot. I've been told by certain people. That I, <laughs> that I've been swearing a lot lately. I like um, it. So I'm trying to turn it down, but I mean, no, don't, no, turn I, it I up, hit, turn it up. So I think overall, I guess I think I give it like a, a strong six. Okay. Um, again, it's there's some tracks that I really enjoy, but some tracks that I really, really did not at all. Um, so strong six. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you on this one, Benny. Uh, not a six necessarily. I'm gonna give this one a strong seven. Um, there are songs on here that i really 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 like uh but there are some that are just like once again i feel like if we would review this back in like we'll say 20 or 2006 or 2007 be like oh my gosh this is easily a nine but there are there are songs that are very like as previously mentioned very much like a time capsule that like exist in a certain era of time and i think if you kind of opening up said time capsule it starts to stink a little bit um and there are definitely some songs on this record that, that have that same kind of stench. Um, but P U indeed. <laughs> uh, but that, but that said, um, like songs like walk away, uh, chronicles of life and death. Uh, let's see here in, uh, let's see here. Uh, I just want to live predictable. I mean, there, there are songs on here that I just absolutely fucking just bump all the goddamn time. It's the reason why I bought the records for, for those songs in specifics. Um, so yeah, mm. for that, I have to give it a seven. I'm going to give it an eight and Ooh. let me explain why Go for I would it. never give a good Charlotte album, a nine or a 10. You can't any of them. You can't. And I do like this more than their last two albums, which I would probably give a seven. And that's the only reason I'm giving this an eight because I would have <laughs> gave those two a seven. <laughs> no, that's fair. fair. That's totally fair. Uh, I forget what, what record came after this. Was it uh, Rev- not Revival? Uh, what, what the hell was it? Was the River on it? Yeah. Back down to the river. I fucking love that song <laughs> so much, though. Actually, that song is slaps. No, Dude, Good that, Morning that Revival song's a... came out. And actually, Good Morning Revival is a lot of fun. It is. That song's a fucking banger, too, man. Uh, also, I Don't Want to Be in Love. Oh. Dance I Warrior. never listened to Cardiology, which was their fifth album. Neither did I. That came out in 2009. I was too busy doing other things in life, I guess. Right. And then they had... Authority, and then Generation RX is the one that's got, I'm pretty sure, The River with Shadows. No, no, no. That's that's on... uh, The River's on Good Morning Revival. Oh, sick. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the jam right there. Fucking love that song. Anyways. um, Okay. Well, that that wraps up our reviews. Uh, Hey... Daniel, since we're talking about Good Charlotte and what have you, where can I find you on the internet? I don't know why. I, it's the weirdest yeah, segue weird. ever. It's the weirdest segue in the world. Listen, <laughs> All... I just want to live okay. on the internet, and you can find me there at Ecto Cooler Ghost everywhere. Nice. Benny, where can I find you on the internet? I mean, it's no secret no, that I'm uh, like, on the internet. And to tell the truth, um, I'm mostly on 
<laughs> like TikTok, um, Instagram. I, I'm on I'm on X a little bit, but if, if you climb that mountain to the top to the top social media, I'm right there in big bold letters. Um, Benny and the Wax. Um, across everything. You know, this might be very, very predictable, uh, but but you can find me on all the socials at the Big Shakuna. I know, once again, very predictable. Uh, but as like Benny, I, uh, I mean, it's not really a secret. I'm I'm mainly on TikTok. So, uh, so, so I miss me. both of you on TikTok. It's kind of like the ghost of you is there, but neither of you post <laughs> shit anymore. Hey, hey, listen, I just posted two new videos. So. When? Yeah, like oh, you did uh, your flood video. I I watched that one. <laughs> yeah, I the update on the flood, and then also my unboxing for my uh, winter vinyl swap that uh, arrived super late. Yeah, like two man, uh, five months. You guys should just walk away. Oh, the word is black on TikTok. Man. So you're saying it wasn't it, enough, Dane? Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> no, I'm just saying I miss you guys, and you guys should both come back. I just want you have busy lives. Listen, but, I just uh, want to live. Okay, no need to send out the SOS. In this world, murder. <laughs> That's all I got. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, also go to our website. It is www.bsideourselves.com. That's where you can find all of our playlists, uh, links to all the places where you can find the podcast, as well as uh, our merch store where we have a t-shirt for sale. You should buy one and you know and put it on your body and then brag about it to your friends so that way they listen yeah, to the man. podcast and they buy a t-shirt and then and then their friends' friends buy a t-shirt and their friends' 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 friends buy a t-shirt. It's it's the circle of life through clothing and listen you, and, and, and the should... lights have to be on, man. Like one day you can turn this on, and I guess you can't, they can't really see us, but the lights are going to be off, and we're just going to be podcasting in the dark. So if you want to keep the lights on, um, that's a great way um, for us to keep the, the party going a little bit. And I mean, in all fairness, comes out after Valentine's Day, and if you forgot and fucked up and didn't get your girl or guy anything special for Valentine's Day. These shirts are beautiful gifts. They are, and they they fit your nipples just right for for the just right, just right, just for the bedtime sexiness. Soft, soft on the skin, a little bit. <laughs> I, and with and with that being said, it's time to flip the record over. Yeah. <laughs> Benny, could you wanna... bring your dog over so he could say one last thing? Yeah, yeah. How come the dog hasn't made any uh, reviews here on the podcast? Puppy, make a bark. He's watching TV. Just oh, he's watching, He really watching... is just watching TV. What is he watching? I think it's Friends. <laughs>